Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Life Radio. And this is episode 32 of Wrestle Life Radio. Uh, this is Chris. I have been demoted to one time a week, Cumby. Uh, yes, that's right. I wasn't on the other episodes, I'm sure you could tell. And this episode will not feature Matt, I Bogart the Conversation Sin, or Kyle, I Keep Talking Even If Someone Else Already Is, Polly. And it's also not going to include Carol, I'm So Sweet, There's Nothing Bad You Can Say About Me, Sin. Uh, tonight, I have with me my beautiful, talented wife, Raquel. Say hello. Hello. And I also have my daughter, Aaliyah, with us tonight. Say hello, Aaliyah. Hi. Aaliyah's a little under the weather, so she's not going to say too much, but you probably will hear her coughing periodically throughout the episode. So uh, we're going to start the show off just like we always do with a This Day in Wrestling History. And uh, before we get started, I will say that all of y'all's attempts, uh, Matt, Kyle, Carol, all of your attempts at this, although very adorable and cute, really don't even measure to what the standard is, and that would be me. So the standards should sound something like this. <clears throat> this day in wrestling history! Eventually, one day, you'll get that. Anyway, this day in wrestling history, 21 years ago today, that's 21 years ago today, WWF presented Breakdown in Your House. Yes, that's right. Breakdown in Your House uh, from uh, Canada. And it was kind of awkward the way they did it. They had uh, Sunday Night Heat, if you remember that show. Uh, they had a few episodes on there, and then they cut to their pay-per-view. Um, it's kind of like how NXT does on USA and then goes to the network. So Sunday Night Heat matches... There are a couple of little matches that no one really cares about, except for the Hardy Boys were on it. And then the pay-per-view matches, there were some actually some, some pretty decent matches. You had Owen Hart defeating Edge, which uh, I would have loved to see. I might actually go back and watch it. You had Mark Miro defeating Draws. And if you don't know, Mark Miro is now a motivational speaker um, all over the place. You have D'Lo Brown defeating Gangrel. And uh, Gangrel is still wrestling with his disgusting vampire teeth. Do you remember him, honey? No. He drinks the blood with Edge and Christian. You remember that? No. no? All right. <clears throat> you have The Rock defeating Ken Shamrock and Mankind in a triple threat steel cage match to become the number one contender for the WWF Championship. Val Venus defeating Dustin Runnels. And we all know who that really is. Uh, do you know who that is, honey? Dustin Runnels? <clears throat> Dusty Rhodes? Dustin Rhodes. Good, good. <laughs> Before he was gold dust. Um, and then you had it's kind of an awkward uh, match with The Undertaker and Kane defeating Steve Austin in a championship match. But it was really kind of a handicap match with a two-on-one because Kane and Undertaker couldn't defeat each other. It's just another one of those weird Vince McMahon things. But anyway, um, as you can see, not a lot of happened on September 27th, uh, this day in wrestling history. But anyways, that's what you get for... Uh, this week. Anyway, uh, tonight we're going to review uh, the NXT. Um, and, and let me just give you a little background into how we do our show. So uh, we normally record Raw and SmackDown reviews on Wednesday night, which, by the way, is the night that they show NXT. So it's my job to, to go ahead and cover NXT. 
So this is what Matt and Kyle decided to do in order to get me off the other shows is they're like, okay, Chris, we're going to have you do NXT, which is going to keep him off of recording on Wednesday night. So uh, I'm sorry, listeners. Maybe I'll be back on there someday. Um, But for now, you're stuck with just those two for Raw and SmackDown. Anyways, so let's go right into NXT, shall we, ladies? Let's do it. All right, so we all love NXT. That's, That's partially why they have me reviewing NXT, because I love NXT. We like it better than the main roster, actually. Um, and we, it doesn't matter who's fighting. It's always, it just seems like a better product. Um, you know, from even, we first started it, watching it. Um, and I think the very first one we saw was a takeover with the Four Horsewomen. Mm-hmm. And that really got us really into it. Um, and, uh, and the rest is history. You remember that match? I do. Yeah. Do you remember who won? I don't. Do you remember who won? Was it? Yeah. Was it Becky Lynch? It was the boss. It was the boss. The boss. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. So, Aaliyah, who's your favorite wrestler? Bailey. Say it louder so the listeners can hear you. Bailey. Bailey. Are you still a Bailey fan, even though now she's kind of turned heel? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone's better as a heel. That's why we're the heel family, apparently. So, um, anyway. So let's talk about NXT. So uh, we started off on the USA Network again, which is cool. And uh, they had a total of three matches in the one hour it was on USA. And that to me just says that they care about wrestling more on NXT than they do on the other shows. Uh, So we started off, the show starts off with the Undisputed Era coming out and they have all the gold, right? They have all the titles Mm -hmm. Um, and they... I don't know if if you if you've uh, noticed or not, but their music sounds so much like the NWO. Do you remember that? It's like bow, and so that's totally what their music sounds like. And they are such a dominant faction. And I think that eventually they're all get called up at the same time. Um, but I, what do you think about Adam Cole? I think he's a good wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um... I think he'll do really well on the main roster. I do too. One thing I forgot, I neglected to say about my beautiful, talented, amazing wife is that, you know, when Carol's on the show as a, a casual fan, my wife's on the show as a casual, casual fan. <laughs> so she watches it occasionally. She's been to several events and she, she, she keeps up with it and follows it. Um, but she is really good about separating the, um, the fact that it is just a performance and doesn't get as into it, I think, as as, as some of us nerds do. So she's going to bring a different perspective. But um, anyways, back to Adam Cole. I think the very first time I saw Adam Cole wrestle, I'm like, I think that could be the next Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I really think that. And I know that's a huge thing to say about somebody. But, I mean, he's got the, the uh, persona. He's got the attitude. He's an amazing performer. Every match he does is, is to me, five-star. But um, anyway, in Undisputed Era is like the new NWO. Um, they're fantastic. Anyway, so, and you know the rules is if you have all the gold, you make all the rules. So the very first match we have, uh, well, first comes out is Keith Lee. If you don't know who Keith Lee is, uh, you need to watch him and bask in his glory, okay? Because he is fantastic. Uh, he comes out and then comes and then the next uh, to come as Dominic. I'm gonna try to say his last name right. So give me just a second. 
Di- <laughs> I just Dijakovic. messed up. Dijakovic. 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 Um, so I'm just going to call him Double D for uh, <laughs> for the And I understand the, the double entendre there, but we're going to call him Double D. Um, and you have to feast your eyes on Double D. That sounded really bad. <laughs> Sorry. There, I know there's children listening. At least my child sitting here has no idea what we're talking about. And that's good. So, um, anyways, these guys have had some awesome matches um, already. I mean, even when the match was starting, first of all, NXT crowd is better than any other crowd. Definitely. Um, and so they start with the chance that, oh, Baskin is glory. Oh, Baskin is glory. Because Keith Lee is fantastic. He is a huge, huge man. But he can move like any of the... Any of the 205 Live guys, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, we start off, they start off with some some good back and forth. Uh, they, out of nowhere, Keith Lee does a leapfrog over Double D, which was like, how did he do that? Because Double D is like 6'5". And then does a cross body. And it was it was just, I'm the whole time watching this match, like going, ooh, ah, ee, you know? And Raquel's making fun of me the whole time. <laughs> so then they the action goes onto the apron, and Double D choke slams Lee onto the apron. Which, if you know anything after watching wrestling for any amount of time, you know that the apron is the hardest part of the uh, of the ring, right? At least that's what they try to tell you. Um, anyway, so then they, they have some good back and forth. They get back in the ring. Uh, Double D goes back into the uh, onto the floor, and Keith Lee leaps over the top rope with a corkscrew. Which number one, a corkscrew is hard enough, but when you're like two hundred and something plus pounds, that's that's like near impossible. And of course, we get the Mamma Mia when it happens, and and he, you know, he's uh, Martin Aldi is the best announcer there is. Um, I, I put that on Twitter not too long ago that. Uh, he, he's the best thing, the best announcer that WWE has going for it for him right now. Um, and for our listeners also, uh, our little dog, Sammy really wants to be on the show because she's trying to climb into our laps. But anyway, we're going to keep moving. Um, so, uh, just, just where at this point in the match, honey, what do you think about Keith Lee? Um, I think for his size, he is an awesome wrestler. The moves that he, um, does uh should not be done by a man that big exactly it's like me doing it really i mean it's like holy smokes um so they're 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 going kind of they're still going back and forth uh lee he he headbutts double d falls around and then he gets up to the second rope in the in the corner and does a moonsault from the second rope like are you kidding me this dude does a moonsault and it was a it was a fantastic one uh, uh, I can't say his last name. Double D kicks out, uh, and then he goes to the top rope, and he, and so Keith Lee and him, they're kind of going back and forth, back and forth, and 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 D gets the upper hand, and then he hits an avalanche Canadian destroyer, which is like this like flip um, pile driver basically, and huge pop and i'm like i don't know how they just did that and then we get another mama mia when this happens Isn't and then that when he was like um the ring almost buckled yeah yeah him. the ring almost buckled and uh <laughs> it was great and then lee kicks out don't know how he did it 
Um, but he kicks out. Uh, key, and then uh, and then D goes to the top rope and does a moonsault from the top rope. Uh, so that you've got these two massive human beings doing these moves that people that large don't do. Uh, but then uh, uh, Dominic gets on top of him for the pin, and then Lee Keith Lee just sits up while holding him, looks down at him like he just like he's about to spank him like he's a child, and then does this like flip over, picks him up, puts him in a fireman carry, then hits his finisher, which was a big bang catastrophe, which I never knew the name of that. That's kind of awesome. And Keith Lee gets the win. Fantastic match. Uh, Aaliyah didn't see this match, so she's looking at me like I'm crazy right now. So I'm going to have to show her this match because it was fantastic. It was probably, what, 10, 15 minutes? Definitely. Crowd was in it the whole time because we already said it. NXT crowds are better. Um. And so now they have that, and we talk about this all the time, that 50-50 booking. Um, and so uh, they're now one and one. And so I really hope they fight again. Uh, honestly, they could fight every week. I'd be cool with that. <laughs> um, but Mariano Ronaldo was – I'm going to stop and talk about him for a second. Okay. What do you think about him, honey? He's the announcer? Yeah. The British announcer? No, no, no. The one that we like a lot, that's really animated and jumps up and down when he watches and stuff. I think he's good. He gets the, like, when you're not there, he gets the crowd that's watching into the matches also. Exactly. That's good. Yeah, Nigel McGuinness is the British guy. Okay. And then Beth Phoenix. And so, honestly, just talking about the announcing, um, it's just better. And Everything's better on the next It's week. true. We're biased. <laughs> We're very biased. We'll be the first to admit. But um, it was... Uh, they, they feed off each other really well. And what I like about them, too, is that they focus on the match. Yeah. You know, they're not talking about, like, side stuff. And one of them isn't, like, you know, uh, dying over how gorgeous the women wrestlers are. Yeah. And, like, making fun of other people. And they're not spending time doing that. They're talking about the match in front of them. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is, that's what you, they should be doing. Yeah, right? definitely. I mean, not to say that. You know, Corey Graves isn't funny because he is. Like, I think he's funny. You don't. No. <laughs> I know. I know you don't like him because, you know, you don't like any guy that cheats on his wife with, with you no, know, and so, and I you know what? I don't either. You know, they're, they're, they're pieces of poop. Um, but, uh, but this, it's just a different commentary style and I like it so much better. Um, and so that's just our two cents on that. <clears throat> Next match we have is uh, Dakota Kai returns. And uh, in case you didn't know, she has been, um, she was out for almost an entire year with a torn ACL. Uh, Dakota Kai has a huge following. Uh, people love her. And she had, and she had a massive pop when she came out. The crowd was excited to see her. They were like chanting, welcome back. Um, do you remember her, Aaliyah? Mm -hmm. A little bit. She was in the, um, the May, May Young, Young classic. So, um, and she clearly was emotional. I mean, she started tearing up a little bit, which is cool to see. And, uh, and so then she's coming out and then we have, um, Tanera Conti who, um, if you've never seen her before, she's really good. Yeah. Um, she has like a black belt in jujitsu. Mm -hmm. She, is she Brazilian? She is Brazilian. Mm. Okay. So she, is not just jujitsu, but Brazilian jujitsu. <laughs> um, and so she's a black belt. She wears her black belt to the ring and shows it off. 
she's very good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, they had to go ahead and let the person who just got back uh, win this match. And it was a it was a pretty good match. There was some good back and forth. They they gave him time to wrestle. Yes. Um, they didn't just give it a quick squash match. Um, and then Dakota, um, <laughs> at one point, um, Conti's in the corner and Dakota starts like nailing her in the head with her knee brace. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I thought of was like Cody Rhodes when he was beating up Rey Mysterio with his knee brace. You remember that? I do. <laughs> when he was like, when he was wearing that face mask yes, and stuff. Stupid face mask. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the dumb face mask. But that was the first thing I thought of. But anyway, so she's beating the snot out of her. And then Dakota, uh, she does her finisher, which is a GTK, which is a go-to kick, uh, which is just another variation of go to sleep, which was, you know, CM Punk's finisher. Um, And it's just a little different variation where it looks more like a kick versus a knee to the head. Um, I mean, it's cool. Uh, but anyway, so Dakota Kai wins. Uh, crowd loves her. What do you think? Um, I think they are both very talented. Um, but being Hispanic, I got to go for the Brazilian. Sure, why not? <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, they're both very talented. My beautiful wife is Latina. So, uh, you know, she's very feisty. <laughs> Aaliyah didn't like that joke. <laughs> Aliyah, my daughter, I don't know about if you have kids, but my daughter really hates it when we show affection toward each other. Like it like disgusts her. Um, I don't know about you guys, but that that's just how weird kids are. Anyway, <clears throat> so and then there was a kind of a cool <laughs> little um shh, Aaliyah, we're trying to do a show. Sorry. So my daughter has strep throat, and uh and yes, I am a heel at home too, not just on the show. <laughs> so uh, so there's a really cool package of uh, Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling. Um, and, and NXT did this last week and doing a little bit more this week as well, where they're um, they're kind of doing little video packages to introduce people to their characters, mm-hmm. uh, which is neat. You know, so it's, it's a way for them to get them out there without doing like a stupid squash match like you'd see on Raw or SmackDown. Um, and it's a way for, for people to get to know them. Um, and if you have not watched Johnny Gargano in a match, you've missed out on a lot. <laughs> yeah, you need to. He's fantastic. Yes. Aaliyah, what do you think? Uh, I like him. That was some deep commentary by Aaliyah there. <laughs> He's a good wrestler. I mean, he has the passion for it. Good. So then the next match we have is we have Bro. We have a number one contender street fight match with Matt Riddle, the original bro, and Killian Dane, who is a hairy, hairy man. Very hairy. He needs some nair. Yes, nair those arms because, good (laughs) lord. It was, ugh, so gross. (laughs) So the original bro comes out, and I know Kyle loves this guy, which makes sense because it's just his kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess Kyle doesn't know how to speak. Oh, <laughs> you know, his day <laughs> Yes. So, in case you didn't see that, um, and whenever uh, Matt Riddle came out, his very first match, he was talking about uh, he he just had his first debut match, but instead of saying debut, he said, "Yeah, I was really excited for my debut match." <laughs> and we both look at each other and we're like. Did he really just say debut? 
Does he not know how to like read? <laughs> I can't like read good, bro. But bro, I can wrestle, bro. Like totally, bro. We're gonna bro fight, bro. Anyway, we really love Matt Riddle in this house. Anyway, <laughs> so last week they had a street fight, mm-hmm. and everybody got involved. And everybody got involved, and so they decided, well, we're gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. But this time, no one's allowed to intervene. Which, whatever. So, um, so anyways, the match starts. Um, obviously, Matt Riddle gets a huge pop because people like him. Anyway, so they're going back and forth. Pretty evenly matched at the beginning. Riddle um, gets a Pele kick. And I will give him this. He's a strong dude. He's very strong. And you can definitely see his, what did he do before? His. Um, oh, he was a mixed uh, MMA fighter. Yes, you can definitely see his MMA in his fights yeah. with his moves. Yeah, he does this. He did this bridge suplex. That was like he's a strong man Very. to to pull that on on Killian Dane because Killian Dane's a large again large hairy man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't want to wrestle Dane just because I wouldn't want to feel his like sweaty hairy yeah. body. Oh, so disgusting! It, it's kind of like on that movie Along Came Polly when they're playing basketball. <laughs> oh yes. And then um, uh, what's his name? Um. Uh, uh, ben Stiller, they're playing basketball, and the the guy doesn't have a shirt on, and Ben Stiller's face just goes right into his stomach, and it slides all the way down. And my daughter's throwing up right now. It's awesome. So, anyway, that's just what it reminds me. Of. Anyway, so, um, so uh, what did I say? Oh yeah, so he does the pelvic kick, the the bridge suplex. Then, then he pulls off a Superman forearm, which I'm like, okay, that's Roman Reigns, bro. That's not your move. So uh, they fight during the commercial, which is awesome. They don't stop. Um, Riddle's taking control, and then Dane starts to take control. Uh, and then out of nowhere, and this was another impressive move, Riddle lifts Dane for an Alabama slam, which is hard to do on a like regular-sized human being. But when you're as huge as, as Dane is, like – I. I we're not Matt Riddle fans, but we got to give him mad props for that because yeah. honestly, if all the matches I've seen him do, it's probably one of his better wrestling matches. Yes. I yeah. mean, he, he can, he can ground and pound and, um, he had a great match with, um, Oh, go on blank. Oh, with, um, Velveteen dream. Mm. Those two had a great match. Um, but one thing that, Matt Riddle does a lot is he doesn't he doesn't sell the hit very well. No, but he he did in this match, so he's getting better. So yeah. definitely want to give him props. And again, he's, it's more <clears throat> MMA fighting, right? Look like like looking than wrestling mm-hmm. in his matches, right? Which you know to play devil's advocate, I guess um, when you have. When you're, he's a crossover athlete, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get that type of um, audience. This might be the kind of guy you, you want to have. You know, this yeah. guy and Brock. I hate Brock Lesnar, obviously, but yes. you know they bring over some different. <laughs> see, my wife feels the same way I do. <laughs> um, you know, they kind of they they might bring over that audience. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, these guys fought in MMA, and you know Ronda Rousey. You know, yeah, another one. True. So you know, may, maybe that's good for. For the company. Um, so, but he's definitely getting better at the wrestling part. Yeah. So I want to give him props for that. Um, then, uh, so Riddle gets outside. Dane does a suicide dive through the second rope. 
because everyone does a suicide dive. Uh, and then he picks up a chair. He just chunks it at Riddle. That was hilarious. I, I started laughing. I thought it was funny. Um, and then they start to fight into the crowd. Uh, and then out of nowhere, like, Dane does this cross body and they go through a wall. Yes. That was crazy. Which was crazy. I was like, holy smokes. You know, again, they you know, they planted the wall, obviously. But it was it was a cool move. Go back and forth. And then Dane, Dane performs <laughs> three Vader bombs. So Big Van Vader was a wrestler back in like the 80s and 90s. And he had this uh, Vader bomb where they, they would lay down in the corner and then he would go up on like the second rope and then kind of rev up and then jump and land on top of him like a slam. Okay. So he does three of these Vader bombs and Riddle somehow gets through it all. And then he gets a, the, he gets the chair, hits him with the chair <laughs> Um, and then he, then he power bombs, uh, Killian Dane again. Awesome. So then he throws him the chair and while, um, uh, sorry, Riddle throws Dane a chair, Dane catches it. And then Riddle knees him in the face through the chair. So I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool now. All right. Then he puts the chair on top of him, gets a kendo stick, hits him with a kendo stick. And the kinder stick kind of bounces and then it gets caught in Matt Riddle's hair. <laughs> so he's like, oh, well, I'll hit him again. And so then he starts hitting him again. Um, anyway, so there's then there's some more back and forth going on. And finally, um, Matt Riddle gets Dane in this, in this like arm bar where Dane, his his um, his stomach's on the mat. And so then he's he's pulling up on, on his arm. It's kind of like um, Becky Lynch's, Becky Lynch's, but he's not like on top of him, he's laying to the side. Okay. So he gets him in the arm bar and Dane taps out. So Matt Riddle is our number one contender for the NXT championship. So the question is, do you think Matt Riddle is ready for the NXT championship? The current champion is Adam Cole of Undisputed Era. No, I don't think he's ready. Okay, why? Oh, that's right, because Adam Cole came out and then yeah we'll get into that in a second oh, okay. yeah, yeah we'll get into that in a second but what do you, do you think that the original bro is ready no because i think there are other wrestlers who are better than him that should be um up for the number one spot for a chance to go against adam cole mm -hmm. what do you think Aaliyah? i don't know i disagree with her why do you disagree speak up so we can hear you into the mic I don't know. I, I think he's a pretty good wrestler. And I mean, Adam Cole. You need to be louder, baby. Adam Cole is a good wrestler. So, I mean, that would be a really good match to watch. Yeah. I mean, we, and I agree. I think your mom would agree too that I think we think it's going to be a good match. It will be a good match. Um, and it, especially, and with NXT, they normally give them time too. Mm -hmm. So, they're definitely going to, they're definitely going to play this out. Um, Riddle will not win. No. Because he's not ready to win. No. He's not ready to carry the title. Mm mm. Um, I kind of have one of those feelings that they may, they may move Riddle up, bef and 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 he may never win the title. Mm -hmm. He could be maybe a, the North American champion one day, um, but I kind of feel like they're going to put Riddle in on the main roster without winning a title, and that's okay mm -hmm. because he kind of has that star power and that following, and um, again has that those MMA crowd that. 
um, you know what? I think that'd be good, you know? So that, so then uh, after the match, Adam Cole comes out and he starts talking smack um, to, to Matt Riddle, you know, that he'll, he'll never be as good as him. And I agree. Um, and then Riddle puts Cole in the same arm bar. And then the undisputed Eric comes out to make the save and Riddle gets out of the ring and, and runs to the back before they can get him. Um, so, uh, but anyways, uh, it was a great, I thought it was a, a really good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a great match. And then, so then that's the end of the USA. And then we go to the network. So on the network, I don't know if you noticed this or not. So whenever they go to the network, um, it was, uh, Mariano, uh, Nigel and Beth and Beth Phoenix. So he's introducing each person and goes, and then we're here with Beth Phoenix. And then Beth Phoenix gives this like cheesy grin. Did you notice that? I was like, that is not her natural (laughs) smile. Like it was kind of awkward. And I really hope Edge gave her a hard time about it when she got home (laughs) because it was total fake smile. It was like, cheese, you know, it was like Aaliyah's fake smile at school pictures. Like, remember that? Oh, yeah. That was so bad. Anyway, (laughs) um, I love you, darling. School pictures, that's not happy. School pictures, not happy. What? No. So anyways, uh, so we get to the network, and the first match is Rhea Ripley versus Caden Carter. Um, I'm not a, I don't really know Caden Carter much. I think that they're kind of introducing her. Was uh, she in one of the May Young Classics? I don't think no, so. No? I think she's an NXT kind of up-and-comer. Okay. Um, she has a cool look. Yeah. Um, she looked like she had, um, she has, like, different colored braids and stuff, so she has, like, a, a cool look. But Rhea Ripley... Hands down, one of the best female superstars in. <coughs> we'll wait for you, Aaliyah. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> one of the best female, not only NXT, but in the WWE. Yeah, you think so? I think so. I think she kind of has that look. She has that attitude. She's um, she's big, but not like burly big. She's, uh-huh. um, she's very tall, very muscular. She's young. Um and I just think that she's she has the it factor. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, she was awesome in the Mae Young Classic. Um, she did lose to, what's her name? Uh, Baszler. No, no, in the Mae Young, she fought... Um, oh, um... The other British girl. Tony Storm? Yes, oh, Tony, Tony Storm. Storm yeah. Which I think they should bring Tony Storm to NXT. Well, she's not. I know she's, she's on the British. UK. I know yeah. she's that, but I think she should. They should bring her to the American uh, NXT. Okay. But um, you're a snob, by the way. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think Rhea Ripley has a lot of potential, and actually, I think she should be the one that is fighting Shayna Baszler. I agree for the title. What do you think, Aaliyah? I don't know. She's okay. <laughs> she's no Bailey is what she's trying to say. Um, so anyway, so the match, there's some good back and forth. Um, you know, it wasn't a complete uh, squash match. Um, they definitely let Caden uh, Carter get some good moves in, mm-hmm. showed a lot of her athleticism. Um, she, she really knows her way around the ring. Um, but Rhea Ripley is just is too dominant. At one point, she had her up in, like, a delayed vertical suplex. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, like we're looking at a picture of it right now in the recap, and it's just, it's incredible. I mean, even the announcers, like, attri- like attribute it to how the British Bulldog used to do it. It's just, it takes a lot of strength yeah. to do this. 
Yeah, she was hardly shaking or moving when she no. was holding her there. It, it was, was like statue. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. Um, and so she she hits her, and then she hits the finisher, which is called the Riptide um, pins. And after the pin, after they go one, two, three, then she kicks her away. Like Rhea Ripley, like kicks Caden uh, Carter over, which was a great heel move. You know, it's like Rhea Ripley is a total heel, but the crowd loves her. Mm-hmm. I mean, they absolutely love her. Um, and <laughs> I think she should be the women's champion. Yeah, she definitely. should be the NXT women's champion. And I think that they will get her to that point. Um, I think they want to get Shannon Baszler out of NXT first, maybe even have her take it from her. And I then, wish she would just leave altogether. I know we're not Shannon Baszler <laughs> fans. Um, let me just go tell you right now. We don't like her. We don't know her as a person, so we can't you know judge that, but we will say we don't like her fighting style. Uh, again, like it's that MMA non-wrestling kind of style. And she, and as opposed to Matt Riddle, who is adapting his style to fit wrestling, she just does the same stuff every time. She's another Brock Lesnar. She's exactly. the girl version of Brock Lesnar. Yes, and they even look alike. Too. Yes, they like, do. They're both ugly. And then she always has those two girls that always have to interfere in like yes. every match. Yes. And then those two girls can't wrestle. No. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It's like, you know, they had that faux four horsewoman thing with uh, Ronda Rousey, um, but at least Rousey's entertaining. Yeah. Like, Ronda Rousey's a very entertaining person. These three girls, they they're boring as crap. No, and they can't act. They're no. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> and when they talk, they sound like they're stupid. Like they don't know what they're saying. Right. So. Yeah. It's it's yeah. The only reason that they're where they are is because of Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Cause they're friends with her anyway. Um, anyways, we both think that Rhea Ripley should be the champion. And honestly, doesn't she kind of look like, uh, like she should be the sister of Pete Dunn. You know, the bruiser weight. Yes. So they totally look related. They do. Like they both have that stink face look. Like when they walk into a ring, it's like somebody just passed gas and I want to <laughs> know who did it. And so they both have that look to them. Um, and, Maybe it's just a maybe it's just a UK thing. I don't know. Anyway, the RBF. I'm, but <laughs> they both have RBF. That's correct. We won't say what that means because this is a PG show. Uh, Google it, kids. Um, so uh, don't Google it. Ask your parents. <coughs> so uh, next we have uh, Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch versus Everrise. So. <laughs> So Birch and Lorcan come out and and these guys really want peace on earth. <laughs> Cause they walk out with, you know, the peace sign on their hands. I mean, it's just they want peace on earth. I really believe it. Don't you think so? Peace on earth. Can it be? No? All right. Too I don't soon. think Aaliyah saw this match. Oh, Aaliyah didn't yeah. see this match. No. Yeah. That's right. Aaliyah went to bed because she's sick. That's right. <clears throat> um so anyway, so they fight uh Everrise. Which they, we don't really know who they are, but they were talking about them a lot uh, during the match. That's Matt Martell and Chase Parker. Um, and they're, uh, they're from Canada. Uh, they were kind of um, uh, comparing them to the Quebecs, if you remember them. Uh, they talked about Martell and they were like, he's not related to Rick Martell, which I thought was a great ode to the model Rick Martell. So, uh, my, my wife doesn't know who that is, but there was a wrestler called the model Rick Martell and he came out, he thought he was really attractive. He's very tan and he had this like bottle of, uh, cologne perfume 
that he'd spray in people's faces uh, and stuff. Okay. Um, he was he, he was a great heel. Nobody liked him, and that's why he was awesome. Uh, but when Everrise came out, I told you this during while we were watching it. So their music hits, and their music sounded to me, it was supposed to be kind of a rock and roll theme, right? And to me, it sounded like the, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll, you know? Like all I could think of was the credits of School of Rock. Like while they were walking out, all I could all I could see were the credits to the movie School of Rock. Um, now, are they the ones that have been best friends since the third grade? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they were best friends. They were BFFs since the third grade. They made each other friendship bracelets and everything. Um, but uh, and I thought this was going to be kind of like, why are we having this match? Like, you know, because. Birch and, 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 and Lorcan are very established. Uh, they're huge over with the crowd. Um, but I was really impressed by Everrise. Um, I think their name is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were like, they worked so well together. It looked uh-huh. like a tag team that had been fighting with each, uh, together for like 10 plus years. Uh-huh. I mean, they had double moves going on. They had, um, uh, you know, I just, I was very impressed by them. What do you think? Honestly, I didn't pay much attention to the match (laughs) because I thought it would be stupid. So I didn't pay attention. See, you totally missed out on a great match (laughs) because you were judging because Orkin, uh, excuse me, Lorkin looks like a freak. Okay. This dude, if you saw him coming down the, the, like the street, I'd be like, Aaliyah, come stand next to me because that man is walking too close to you. Like that's, I'm not kidding. This man looks like, like he could, like he just murdered his next door neighbor and and he's keeping her body in his bedroom with a bunch of, um, (laughs) air fresheners. (laughs) It's the movie seven is what's going on right now. So, um, I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway, uh, anyway, Birch and, and, and Lorcan, Lorcan takes a beating by the way. Uh, from Everrise, they're doing a fantastic job. Uh, Birch gets the hot tag, and then uh, out of nowhere, like Birch just does this weird, like scream yell, and then Lorkin like rises out of the ashes mm-hmm. with this crazy scream, and you're like, "What just happened? Did he like just like summon the phoenix from the ashes?" Because like I don't know, it was just like, "Oh!" And then the other one goes like, "Ah!" <laughs> and you're like, what's going on? And so they, he gets in the ring. They do their their double finisher, uh, which was a uh, implant DDT, which is a really cool finisher, by the way. Uh, and and Birch and Lorcan win. Honestly, I like the match, but you wouldn't know because you weren't paying attention. I wasn't because you thought it was going to be dumb, uh, and it was not. The next match we have, uh, we have uh, just just a couple more matches. The next match we have, we have Cameron Grimes uh, with his Doc Holliday hat. And he comes out and he's facing Raul Mendoza. So I didn't really know a lot about um, Mendoza. I know Grimes and Mendoza were both in that. um, They had kind of a next big star thing on NXT. I'm sorry, excuse me. And uh, so that... um, the winner was going to face a, 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 a champion that they wanted to. And so the champion, he went after Adam Cole lost, obviously. Um, so, but these guys are two really 
Very talented. Very, very talented. You need to go back and watch this match because it was a fantastic match. Uh, Grimes, last week, if you watched NXT and if you listened to the re, uh, review from Matt and Carol, uh, Grimes just hit his finisher immediately and the match was over. Yes, <laughs> I remember that. Um, which his, his uh, finisher is like, it's kind of, it's kind of cr- like, it's awesome. You know what I mean? It's like this um, step up stomp onto the chest. And it's, it's almost like a coup de gras, but without having to get on the ropes, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so he goes for it immediately again. Mendoza was ready for it. So he, uh, he, they're going back and forth. And Mendoza was ridiculous. Like very good. I thought he was going to suck to be honest with you. Um, but he, he did this like springboard off the ropes into a side headlock onto Grimes. I was like, I have never seen that before in the, I don't know, 25 plus years, almost 30 years of wrestling that I've watched. I've never seen that move before. I was highly impressed by that. In fact, during the match, I looked to you and I was like, holy smokes, did you just see that? <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. He did, And um, so they're going back and forth. And then uh, they're both running off the ropes. And Grimes hits this crossbody moonsault in the middle of the ring. It was so awesome. I was like... Again, I've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys were doing stuff that maybe they're doing it in the indies, but they're not doing this on the main roster. No, and that's one thing with NXT. They're allowed to wrestle mm-hmm. and not just stand there and talk. <laughs> right, right. You actually have wrestling on a wrestling show. Yes. And that's one of the things that we talk about all the time on Wrestle Life Radio is – you know, this is a wrestling show, and I know that they call it uh, sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what Raw and SmackDown have become. It's it's sports entertainment with a little bit of wrestling. Yeah, NXT is a wrestling show yes. with a little bit of sports entertainment. Um, so if Triple H, if you're listening to this right now, which, by the way, he does listen to the fans. So um, if, you, if you go to the WWE... Um, social media page, either on Facebook or Twitter. Um, uh, Triple H got word that there were some NXT fans that they get together for dinner um, after NXT uh, films in Orlando. Um, And so he saw it on a post, and I guess they had invited him to come as kind of a joke. Well, he shows up. Oh, wow. (laughs) They were at the Ale House in Orlando. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so crazy. Yeah. He just shows up. He was like, listen, I just wanted to come and thank you guys. Uh He's like, y'all, you know, this is our community because these these people just get together. They don't know each other. Mm -hmm. They've only known each other because of NXT. And that's the kind of community that NXT has. Yeah. You know, they it brings together these people. And Triple H shows up and, you know, he, he... takes pictures and all that stuff. And it was just, it was just a cool thing. You know, Vince would never do that. No, he would never, but H did it. And, and I was very impressed by that. <coughs> and anyway, getting back to the match. Um, I'm sorry. We, I, I ramble. You know why? It's because I don't get to talk a lot with Matt and Kyle because they both talk more than any other human beings I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Anyways, I love you both dearly, but I just had to say that anyway. Um, so after those awesome moves, they slow it down a bit with some with some good mat work. 
you know, it's just they're reminding people, listen, yeah, we can do all these flips and stuff, but we can tell a story with our wrestling too. And they did. Um, and then Mendoza does a couple of step up enziguris. Uh, there's a Frankensteiner off the top rope, which was ridiculous. And then Grimes hits his finisher, which is that step up stomp and, and wins the match. Um, and really Mendoza does not look uh, weak by losing. No. Uh, I mean, again, fantastic match. <clears throat> and it's another hairy man. Yeah, Grimes is another hairy man. Um, oh my gosh, I was and, uh, thinking the same okay, thing. Okay, so my family thinks that, that he looks like an athletic Jesus. So uh, just so you know, Jesus wasn't wasn't like you know a scrawny dude. He was like a carpenter. Like he 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 was probably built. Um, and Jesus and was also not Anglo-Saxon like this individual is. Yes, but in all um, the pictures you see of Jesus, that's what he looks well, like. Well, that's true. So Doc Holiday Jesus wins the match, and the crowd is booing, which means that he has he's got heat as a heel, which Jesus wouldn't, by the way. Um, but he's got heat as a heel, which is fantastic mm-hmm. because this crowd cheers everybody, and yeah. so. <laughs> The fact they booed, they, it wasn't out of, we don't like you. No. They booed because he's a heel and Mendoza lost. Mm-hmm. Because they both put on a fantastic match. Um, then we find out that next week is kind of the, uh, they're going to be two hours on the USA Network. So it's not going to be anything on the WWE Network. It's just USA. And it's kind of like the NXT Night of Champions. Okay. Because every championship is going to be on the line next week. Okay. You got the... NXT Championship with Matt Riddle and Adam Cole. You got the tag team with Undisputed Era uh, versus Street Profits. And then you've got the women's match, which is Shayna Baszler versus, um, oh my gosh. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano's wife. Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. Thank you, wife. See, my wife is my brain. So um, Candice LeRae, which uh, I can't wait for that match. Yeah, that should be a really good match. I really cannot wait. Candice LeRae. She looks like a little like teeny bopper California girl, but yeah. girl can wrestle. Yeah. Um, anyway, excited about that. So last match of the night is a six man tag match. Um, and uh, you've got uh, Kushida, which uh, I like to call Marty Kushida McFly because Kushida's whole shtick is uh, Marty McFly from Back to the Future 2. Oh, really? Like, he's got the the jean jacket and okay. the vest and, like, the sunglasses that Doc Brown wears. Uh-huh. Um, so that that's his whole shtick. So Marty Kushida McFly comes out, and he's going to be fighting. We don't know who his partners are yet, but he's going to have two, two guys with him. And they are going to be fighting Imperium. And if you don't know Imperium, it's another faction that they've created. And it's kind of like the NXT UK faction. So you've got Walter, which is their uh, leader, which is the NXT UK champion. He looks like he's from the USSR. <laughs> he definitely looks like from the USSR. Um, uh, Back in the USSR! So anyway, um, then you've got, uh, I'm not going to go with their, their first names. I'm just going to go with their last names. So uh, Walter wasn't out. Uh, you, you had these three guys. You had uh, Wolf, uh, who used to be in Sanity, if you remember. Uh, he was in the Sanity group. Now he's okay. kinda, he kind of, he still has the beard and the haircut. 
Um, but now he's just in trunks, which by the way, these trunks are like, they're all black and they're a little, they're a little snug. Okay. They're a little snug for tights. Um, and so you've got Wolf, you got uh, Aigner and Bartel. And and their music is like the Jaws theme. Like, da-na, da <laughs> And then it kind of goes into like this classical kind of riff. Yeah. Um, so they come out. And then we find out who uh, Marty, Kushida, McFly's tag team partners are. And do you want to tell us who it was? Fandango and... Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. We had Breezango, and they were in their fashion police getup, uh, which kind of look made them look like male strippers. I'm not gonna lie. Like they got into the ring, they were dancing a little bit. They invited Kushida to dance, and they really looked like they were gonna start stripping. <laughs> and I was a little concerned because NXT is PG as well. Um, so anyway, so the match gets started again. Another great match. Kushida does this crazy cartwheel drop kick. Um, and they kind of, uh, Imperium kind of goes to town on Kushida a little bit. Then he gets Tyler Breeze in. Tyler Breeze gets some good offense, but then, um, then they triple team him. And then Tyler Breeze gets in this like tree of, I'm sorry, excuse me, this like tree of woe, uh, which means like you're stuck upside down in the corner. Okay. And then they, um, they, they give him a double kick in the tree of woe. And so while they're fighting him, the crowd keeps chanting, not the face, not the <laughs> face. Yeah, they want to protect Breeze, you know, protect that gorgeous face of his. In the <clears throat> middle of this, too, it's kind of crazy. Uh, Nigel McGinnis goes, he makes a comment about how they can all speak German on the Imperium side. Uh-huh. I'm like, are you trying to say they're all Nazis? <laughs> like, should we be concerned He's like, they all speak German, so they can they can talk to each other. And mm-hmm. and I'm like, and I know that was a really bad impression. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm like, why does that matter? Mm-hmm. Like, what why does it matter if they speak German if you're not trying to tell us that they're a part of Nazis, right? They kind of look like it in they their do. little, you know, skivvies. Um, and the way they stand, all that attention, you know, it's like, hi Anyway, um, so then they, uh, so uh, he goes for, Breeze goes for a hot tag, uh, the other two get dropped, and then, but finally, they, there is a hot tag to Fandango, who just looked awesome. He had several flare chops, uh, and then at one point, Fandango literally flies out of the ring, mm-hmm. like he goes over the top rope, and the the air he got was ridiculous. And Fandango is not a small dude. No, I mean he's he's a pretty big joker, and he's gotten bigger uh, while he was out. And you, he's more chiseled now than he ever was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes for this crazy fly out the ring. Um, there's some back and forth. Kushida's back in the ring. And he wins with this, like, roll-up backward bridge, uh, which which was kind of a cool uh, finisher. So um, Kushida's walking up the ramp by himself, and then Walter comes out of nowhere and just kicks Kushida in the face. Uh, yeah, 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 it was great. So then the four of the Imperium are standing to attention to the Jaws theme song. And that ends the show. So what, uh, so one of the things we normally do ladies, uh, and I'll let you do it too, Ali, even though you didn't see a lot of the show, uh, you can, we, we grade the show. 
Okay. So I'll let Aaliyah grade it based on the conversation Which, we just had. Okay. So someone who actually saw the show, Raquel, how would you grade this show and why? Um, ooh, good question. I think I'd give it like a B rating. Okay. Um, the matches were good. Um, but a lot of them didn't really like keep my attention. Especially the ones on the NXT channel. They didn't really keep my attention. On the network? Yeah, on the network as much as it did on the USA network. Or the USA. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I would give it a B. Okay. That's fair. And again, this is from a casual, casual observer. So someone who doesn't... I mean, she watches wrestling and she keeps up with wrestling, but it's not like she wouldn't choose to watch it if it wasn't for me. <laughs> gave it a B. Yeah. Which is really good... Uh, great, right? Mm-hmm. Aaliyah, based on the conversation, how would you grade this? Uh, maybe like a C plus, B minus. All right, so B minus <laughs> because she didn't actually watch it. Um, and that's okay. That's all right. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, um, this show was fantastic. Um. I was very, very entertained the entire time. Um, There wasn't one time that I was watching this show and I was like, is this almost over yet? Mm -hmm. That happens during Raw and SmackDown. I'm not going to lie. Especially during Raw. Yeah. Three hours. I always look at the clock to see how much time is left. (laughs) Yes, because Raw is so long. Yeah. Um, But anyways, uh, just, I mean, the quality of matches, the energy in the crowd the fact that we had new people and you introduced us to them and you didn't squash them (laughs) and we had great stories going with each match uh this gets an a for me um it's not an a plus i have a feeling that next week is going to get an a plus just because of some of the promised matches um and uh, and you know what it was missing this week? Some Velveteen Dream. Yeah, where was I love he? some Velveteen Dream. <laughs> well, he was on last week, and okay. he lost his North American title, title. to uh, Undisputed Era. Okay. Um, uh, but it was a fantastic match. Uh, but this week I'm going to give it an A. I was very uh, very impressed. Aaliyah thinks that's funny for some reason. I don't know why. No, it's just like. You're like, oh, I give it an eight. I'm like, oh, see like, C plus. <laughs> well, it's because you didn't watch it. You, you're just going off what we're talking about. But um, anyways, uh, so that's it for our show. Uh, we're not going to play any games or anything because, you know, we're almost at an hour. Um, and, and I'm horrible at wrestling games. I know nothing. Which would be kind of fun for me, to be honest <laughs> with you, because when it comes to Kyle and Matt, I'm really bad at wrestling games. And I think I've watched it if not longer than them, but um, I just, I have a really bad memory. Like I've watched all these things a hundred million times, but I couldn't anyway. So I want to say just thank you so much for, for listening. I want to thank my guests. I want to thank Aaliyah, even though she's sick, she was on the show tonight. Thank you for that. Thank my lovely, beautiful, (laughs) talented, amazing wife for being on the show, even though she didn't really want to. Um, and maybe we'll have her again sometime. Maybe. Uh, especially maybe next week. It'll be a good one. Yeah, because uh, you know Matt, uh, if, if you've listened to the Raw and SmackDown, next week is going to be crazy busy. Uh, we've got the Raw. We've got 
um, AEW starting next week. We have NXT next week. We have SmackDown starting on Friday night. Um, and then Sunday we have Hell in a Cell. Oh, wow. So the next week is going to be absolutely crazy. So <laughs> it may be Raquel and I again next yeah. week for the show because the guys, we're just not going to be able to get together. Um, so, uh, we just want to thank you so much for listening. I know we got over 400 listens at this point. Uh, we want to thank you so much for sharing and liking our content. Please continue to do so. Uh, you know, comment if you want us to talk about certain things, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can follow, uh, wrestle life, uh, like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram at wrestle life radio and on Twitter at wrestle life pod. You can follow Matt on Instagram and Twitter at WrestleLifeMatt. You can follow Kyle on Instagram at Kyle.Polly. You can follow me on Twitter at WrestleLifeHeel because that's my role here. Uh, I'm not going to give you my family's Instagram because it's none of your business. Um, but we'd love for you to give us a follow and a listen, share, like, and subscribe. <coughs> Thank you so much, ladies. Give a goodbye. Bye. That's so cute, isn't it? That was so precious. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great night.